RPS. Live from Premier Beta Sound 2022. Proudly presented by Cupra. Welcome once more to Radio Primavera Sound, live from a glass box, but we've got air conditioning, so it's all right. And we are joined by none other than English singer, songwriter, and uh, AK Wiffy Griffey on, <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, Griff. Hello. It's, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Mara also tells me yes. that you're very funny on TikTok, but I'm not. I'm not. Wow, that's a big compliment, Mara. Yeah, Thank I you. I actually want to talk about that, but that will be later. <laughs> okay. Because first of all, you're playing today at the Toe stage. I am. At 8. I want to get it right, so everyone makes it Please on time. Please come. Yes, Please, of course. I want to see as many of you there as possible. <laughs> I think everyone's waiting to see you play there. How are you feeling? I'm very excited myself. I'm... <laughs> Feel, you must be even more excited, nervous, whatever you feel when you go. Yeah, I'm super nervous. This is the first festival I've ever done outside of the UK. So I'm like, I feel like I'm used to a, like a British crowd, but I have no idea what to expect here. So I'm excited. It's an honor to be the first festival in outside the UK that you're playing. Yeah. Had you been to Barcelona before? Um, I was here like a few weeks ago on tour with Dua, but the past few weeks is the first time I've been here and it's really amazing. I've fallen in love. Also, your eight o'clock on the Toes stage where you're playing has been for Mara and me. It's been like the golden pop out, right? Has it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How's it been? Fill me in. I don't know what to expect. Um, I mean, it's sort of like down by the beach, yeah. and it's uh, quite a lovely little space. And yeah. basically, they seem not, uh, not that little. No, Maybe no, 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 no. Yeah, I've seen it. No, it's it's a good it's, size. Yeah, I love it's, it. It's quite big. And basically, at roughly eight or nine, they've mm -hmm. been putting on amazing pop acts and generally we run over there and, and go and see them. Oh, amazing. Mm -hmm. And if anyone thinks it's far to that, that zone, it's yeah. not, all right? It's only yeah. 15 minute it's walk. It's not. You could do with the exercise, <laughs> please come and see me. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's one of the best parts to me, like the toe stage, there's always okay, great. someone great. Who did you guys see last week at eight at my slot? Rina Sawayama. Oh, amazing. She puts on a great show. Mm -hmm. Pablo Vitar. Okay, amazing. Yeah. And we would have gone to see Dreamcatcher, but uh, what were we doing? Something. I, I was there actually. Oh, you saw yeah, Dreamcatcher? Yeah, oh. I saw okay, Dreamcatcher. Great. So, and I will see Griff, hopefully, yeah. out of box by, <laughs> by eight. Um, but how's different playing festivals? Like maybe you haven't played exactly this festival, but you've been done doing other festivals. Two opening for someone like Do I that you have been doing like this whole month in around yeah, Europe. Yeah. I bet it's like you have to be in a different kind of mind space thing. Yeah, it's quite crazy because I think a lot of my growth happened in lockdown and I couldn't do any shows. And now suddenly I'm just getting like slapped with shows like all the time. And it's weird because it's like a, it's a new part of the job that I've never had to learn before. And I've never been away from home for this long. Um, I've like do as the longest tour I've ever done. So it's all like it all feels very new and strange. Yeah. I actually wanted to talk to you about this because uh, I don't I can't imagine how it must feel to like you said, like grow during the pandemic or when we were locked down and nothing was open and then going outside and seeing like 
all these numbers that maybe you saw on the screen and on your phone, like seeing that they're real people, like yeah. they're coming to the, your show, they are singing your your the songs you wrote like last year and and stuff. Like, how does it does it even feel real? Like how how? No, I don't <laughs> think it felt that real. Um, it didn't feel that real in the pandemic. I think that, but that is the beauty about live shows that it's the most tangible. I think you'll ever feel like a connection with all your fans and suddenly seeing like actual people come into these venues and like sing every word of my song is something that I think you can never take for granted as an artist. So yeah. Was there like one moment where you were just like, good Lord? <laughs> there's been many a moment where I was like, good Lord. Um, there's been lots. Do a, the Dua Lipa tour was a pretty good Lord moment. Um, the Brit Awards was a pretty good Lord moment. Um, and there's been lots of moments like that. The yeah. Brit Awards, that's, it's something that I, I'm so happy it happened, but it must feel unreal, like being there, like yeah. nominated and, and getting the, uh, the award. And I, I'm just happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, it was actually a year ago. I think it was around this time last year, which is crazy that it's gone so quick. So yeah. And songwriting is something that is very important to you. Like it's, it's what I think one of the, your strengths and apart from many other things. Thanks. Do you have like a favorite song? Because this is a question that has been coming to my mind because the other day I, I saw Tyler, the creator, playing yeah. um, here and he said like, He, is, he had a favorite song, which was New Magic One, because it encapsulated everything he wanted to put out in a song, and, and he felt like he reached that in that specific song. Do you mm. feel like you have that in one of your songs, some that you think, wow, I, I really left, it left my body, and it's exactly what I needed, what I wanted, and, and it's... Yeah, 100%. I think at the moment, that one shade of yellow. It changes for me, but that's a song on my mixtape, and... Firstly, I'm really proud of it because it was just me. I just, I produced it and wrote it and no one else really worked on it. So I think it feels very like private and personal in that sense. And it kind of fell out of me really late one night in lockdown. And um, yeah, I'm really proud of the lyrics and the vulnerability of it and the sonics of it and the way I produced it up. So yeah, probably Shade of Yellow. I sometimes wonder about that with songwriting. Is it, when songs kind of like falling out of you, like you said, mm. is there a way you can encourage that to happen like is is there like a, a mental state you need to be in for that to happen um i wish there was like a formula for it because i think it would mean that i could consistently write these songs i think the most frustrating but amazing thing about songwriting is that you just can't predict when it's going to happen and i i sometimes go a week and i write loads of songs and then like for the past few months on tour I haven't felt inspired to write at all and it's a really frustrating thing so I don't know I think for me I just need to not have pressure and be left alone because I think that's how I started writing it was like after school just because I wanted to do it in my bedroom so yeah you already said you like you produce your songs you, you do it yourself some of them like it's all you like all done by you and no other like you're a self-taught producer and in an interview I really liked you said that Being a girl, I think you've been told this, like uh, quoting yourself, <laughs> but um, <It's> okay. <laughs> um, if you're a girl and you can sing, you're automatically like a product uh, and no one sees you as, as a producer, which you are. Like mm. if, have you ever thought of like, if you were, hadn't had the ability to sing so well um, of ever trying to be only a producer or, or is it something still very the difficult for women and especially young girls like you would be like n not credited at all because it's a, a space which mm. there's no recognition and or maybe you think they're starting to 
have. I think it would be hard. I don't know if I ever would have become a producer just if I couldn't sing. Um, I always wanted to just be a songwriter. I didn't really want the artist thing. I was just like, I was just happy to write songs. Um, but I think it's, it would have been, I can't see how I would have fallen into producing and really like sharpen my craft if it wasn't because I was trying to write my own songs and, and say my own things. So I don't know what it is yet or what the problem is we need to solve yet, but it's definitely a conversation that's happening where we need to see. It's like, I think it's two or 3% of all producers in the world are female, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know how that's a statistic. So yeah, I think it's, it does need to change for sure. Yeah. And the ones who are producers are not being credited and not exactly. talked about enough. Exactly. So it's kind of is a shitty thing that's happening. It's crazy. And I, I feel like apart from the producing and everything, I have you encountered people but that because you're young and a girl and stuff like that they're like condescending because they really don't understand that you have you are like self-made like a hundred percent like the producing the songwriting the music everything is made by you and it has worked this much because you're here and you're doing all the stuff but there's people that are still somehow condescending to you and trying to tell you what to do or you're in a good team and environment that it hasn't happened you managed mm. to escape it I don't think you ever really escape it. I think whether you're young, whether you're a female, whether you're whatever, there's always condescending people in the industry. And especially as an artist, I think there's a lot of people tell you who you, who you should be and who they need you to be because at the end of the day, it's a business and it needs to make money. And so, of course, there's always a lot of opinions. Um, and so it's really important that you can say and know what you want to do um but sorry this, this setup is so funny because i've got a train of thought and i get super distracted with all the people <laughs> walking by um but no yeah a hundred percent i've definitely encountered it and i don't know how much it'll go away because i think there's still a lot that's behind but yeah you mentioned um and again sorry to quote your words the artist thing that you know you wanted to be a songwriter how have you found the the artist side if i may Mm. <laughs> um, I love it and I am so lucky to have been given the opportunity to be an artist because it's a really um, niche privilege to be able to express yourself and wake up every day and, and, and be the artist um, but there's a lot that I never expected would be involved and there's a lot that is quite an emotional burden and I think I don't think as humans we're made to be worshipped I don't think as humans we're made to wake up and think about ourselves every day and so the fact that I'm the product is like there's also a side to it that's that's a lot that I think people don't see but I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world and when it all gets a bit too much what do you do <laughs> cry. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say have a cup of tea or something like that. Was, uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm still an emotional young girl with hormones, so I usually just break down. Um, and then what else? Chat to my friends. Um, I don't know. Have a cup of tea. Um, it, it can it can really range. And then usually you just get on with it and it's okay. But yeah, <laughs> that's crying, the reality. Crying is amazing. I really strongly recommend yeah, crying. Yeah, it's really good. You just get it all out. Trust me. And I want to continue talking about the the self-made thing about yourself because it's one of the things that I love the most about you as, as an artist and everything it's like the self-made um, aspect of, of your project if we could call it that mm. um, arrives to the point um, that you make your own outfits too which yeah. I, I love I'm, I'm obsessed because I, if you didn't you you're sense of style is amazing but the fact that some of the dresses and, and pieces you're wearing are made by you to me it's it, it's mind-blowing because I, I 
I also tried to learn how to sew like yeah. a few months ago, and and it's not easy. It's I have to say that. <laughs> how wh where does your inspiration come from? Because to me, you for example, I go to your Instagram and I just save um, all the, all of the pictures oh, in a folder. Like I want to copy that. I want to copy that. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> But who do you want? Like who is an inspiration to you? Mm, I don't know. I get asked this quite a lot, and I have actually no <laughs> idea. No, 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 not in a bad way. I just don't really know. Um, like with clothes. I don't know, I just really liked making stuff. And I, I was making clothes mainly because like, to have a stylist is like really freaking expensive. And at the beginning I was like, you know, I couldn't afford to have a stylist. So, I, and I wanted to look a certain way. So I just like go to fabric shops and then make these dresses and then kind of reimagine all of my favorite designers and dresses. So um, yeah, but I don't know, I do what you do. I, I sit on Instagram <laughs> and Pinterest all day and I save stuff and I save stuff and try and create my own little world with it, so yeah. It's amazing, and, and now you said that that you didn't have the the, the money to have an, a stylist because mm -hmm. that's a part that we don't see. Like you look amazing in the bridge, you look amazing everywhere, but Thanks. there's a part that there's like financial things that you get allowed and and maybe you don't and and you have to make it look good it's it's mm. it's you that you have to present your face and i saw a TikTok of yours that you <laughs> you explained that at the backdrop in your american tour yes. was painted by you which also like blew yeah. my mind because it, it looked so good and it made so much sense to be like in your room kind of aesthetic Thanks. like how was that like did you decide like okay I'm, i'm i'm gonna paint it myself and everyone was like yeah, okay Um, yeah, I think what we never realize and what I don't even realize is when I see all these huge productions, like we're all probably going to go and watch Dua later and watch Tyler the Creator. And these shows cost so much money. Like even something as small as a backdrop is thousands. And so like when it came to tour, we were like, we're maxed out on the budget. And I was like, but we can't have a bare stage. So then I ended up like <laughs> spending the new year, like painting my music room where I, I made all of my stuff and then we blew it up into this huge fabric backdrop but you kind of do get really resourceful as a new artist because this shit costs loads of money and and it's it's fun to like get involved and get all diy with it so yeah it, it looked really cool and i really Thank like you. that you from your tiktok and and your social media you show this other side of, of being an artist like hello I'm a human being because yeah. <laughs> sometimes I forget like artists are, are human beings and and with you said you have a, like a love-hate relationship with social media but I must mm. say like Ben said before <laughs> your TikTok account is so funny like Thanks. everyone follow if you have a, a TikTok um, I bet you're following <laughs> her too because you're way too good at it thank um, you how, uh, how is your relationship to, with TikTok because I, I don't think you have a love-hate relationship with it you're you understand it like yeah as it should um yeah no it's pretty hate hate <laughs> <laughs> i think most artists will say that like i love it i love going on it to just pass time or whatever but to create on it is really for a long time i think i've only just started to get in the rhythm of it on tour but the demands of content these days is crazy like if i put my all into being on tiktok and instagram my writing is then being compromised. Like I haven't really written in the last two months because we wanted to put out loads of content about mm -hmm. being on tour with Dua. So the reality of it is that it's a lot and I don't love, like when you actually think about it, most musicians or artists that we love, they sing. And so it's not normal for us to be in front of camera all the time. And it's not our natural habitat to be like here being a big like personality. And so always having like a phone or a camera in front of your face is definitely still an unnatural thing for me. Yeah. I, I wonder, have you ever done something on TikTok 
or and then you'd be like, oh god, that would have been a song or something. You know, that could have been a song idea or something like that. Um, I'm trying to. I don't know. It varies the TikToks that I make. Um, not really. I don't tend to find making TikToks a very creatively stimulating thing. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's good and it's there to just have fun with it. So yeah. Yeah, I I can tell. Maybe you're under pressure to create lots of content, but the ones that you come up with is it's they're funny and I can Thank you. tell you're, you're having fun too at the end when you get the idea the yeah. magical idea I, I can see that you're having fun and one of the uh, the ones I'm obsessed with because I was like oh my god maybe I could do that is that your signature ponytail the <laughs> yeah. one you're wearing now and you have like a mini tutorial would you make it this. look kind of well, easy which it, I know it's not <laughs> you can and do this I bet I could not, but how long does it take, you know, because you do it every sh for every show and yeah. stuff, like, I bet you do it so quickly, like... Yeah, it would take me, like, mm, 20 minutes now, uh, which I don't know if that's quick or not, but... I think yeah, you got it, quick. you just kind of slick back your hair, then you get the extensions, you put them in, and then, like, the secret is it's, it's actually polystyrene balls inside it, so... Yeah. yeah. If only you followed so her you can, on TikTok. You can pick what objects Mom, you want. I don't follow anyone on TikTok. Oh, come I'm, on, Ben. <laughs> okay. You need to get down with the kids. Good time. Okay. Okay. My daughter told me that, that apparently she said TikTok's no longer the thing. <gasps> no so, way. Sorry. The sorry record label's going to go crazy. I know. What's the new thing? What could possibly be the new thing? Well, I, can't I, asked, up. I asked her what the new thing was, and she said YouTube. And I was like, well, that's kind of the old thing. Well, they're trying to do the YouTube. The shorts thing, it's mm. its very funny watching all these platforms trying to compete and catch up with each other. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, they're trying to up the other one and exactly. it's just not working know, for a, a lot, lot of them. But before we go, I think I have to ask you a question you've been asked a thousand, a thousand no, times. don't be silly. Um, about Taylor Swift. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, uh, I could talk all day about Miss Taylor Swift. <laughs> because from Swifty to Swifty, I think I, I it's time for me to ask. And Swifty, no. Do oh, I we have Swifties here, do we? Of course. I, I maybe she's influenced me over the past. I made yeah. yeah. Swifty. Okay, Ben, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Um, I'm not good on names. I really like the one about buying buying the house um, where uh, someone used to live and they moved they moved to Last oh, Great American Dynasty. That's the one. That is an amazing. That's amazing. one of my favorites of folklore. Mm -hmm. We use, it's a kind of family listening when we put on things down. It's really really sad. It's such a sad. Yeah, song. she goes she goes in into depth. She's a really great storyteller. Mm -hmm. What's yours, Ma? I I don't think I I I cannot pick one. I, I, it's like if I say one, I it's know, like what do you, too many, do you love, mom or dad? It's I know, like no, so no, I'm, I'm, I will regret whatever I okay, say fine. now. But I have to say, what's it like meeting your idols? Because I'm scared sometimes. I think maybe I don't want to meet my idols because in my head they're perfect, and if yeah. I meet them and they're not, it, it's a bummer. Yeah, I agree. Uh, luckily, all of the all of the I don't know, famous people that I've been fortunate enough to meet haven't really disappointed me. Um, Taylor was wild, honestly wild. I wasn't expecting it. The Brits was done and we were walking back. My manager took us on this detour and then we walked into this dressing room and I was like, it's happening, isn't it? I'm about to meet her. And it just happened really quickly. And I don't even know if I said the right things. I was just kind of nodding and asking her how her night was. Um, but she's just like a real life angel. She glows. Like I, I've never seen anyone with more perfect skin. I once met Beyonce and it was like meeting the Queen. It was incredible. Oh my gosh, how was it? Well, it was really, it was really incredible. We were basically, we were, we were put in this line like this. Okay. And she kind of came down the line. And oh, everyone, wow. she was like, how are you? 
Very, you, very like formal. literally meeting the Quite queen. No, it yeah. literally was. And before you went in, they were like, "You will not touch Miss Knowles." I was like, "No, I'm not. I I'm love not, I'm not that. going to do it." Maybe like, one day I'll get to that stage where I'm so big and famous, you'll all have to line up. Uh, that's totally <laughs> happening. That, that, that's going to happen <laughs> next. <laughs> not at all. Next year, just remember us when when we're waiting outside. Being <laughs> no, when we're on the line, just be special no, with us. Happen. No, but she said I could shake her hand and like I'd bounce oh, her, throws us out. Love that. Can I ask? Which one of the Taylor's versions were left to have are you most excited to to listen to? Mm. Um, I feel like it has to be 1989. I'm a 1989 kind of girl. Yeah, like I'm a fearless girl just because it was like the first album I fell in love with, but 1989 is just like pop. Yeah. Perfection. So yeah, I'm excited yeah. for that. And I think it's the one coming next, so... Well, fingers crossed. Uh, Mom has these very, very elaborate theories. We don't have time to go into are them. You but like, are you a Swifty like that? Guy, you yeah. are not. <laughs> like rabbit holes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I sit on TikTok all night and watch these like Swifties say the most crazy <laughs> stuff. Like Taylor went to this place, and the third letter of the place is called this, and then you add it up with the date that she posted this, and then you kind of mix it in together and you decode it, and turns out she's like, you know. And I totally like, believe what? all of them. And I'm I like, know. they are so right. How I could know. I have not seen that before? Yeah. <laughs> um, before yeah, we wrap up and let you go, who are you excited to see play today or these days if you're staying longer? I bet Lua, but you've seen her plenty of times. I have. I've now got to a point where, guys, I actually think I know the choreo pretty well. So <laughs> if anyone had to fall out of the Dua show, I think I could really step in and do it. Um, I'm in so excited to see Charlie XCX and uh, Tyler, the creator. Amazing choices. Yeah. Charlie's playing in the same stage. You she are. is, yeah. So mm, great people at the toe stage tonight. Yeah, so it's going to be great. Eight o'clock, toe stage. Eight o'clock, be it's there, It's not guys. a long walk. It's just 15 minutes. It's not long. Please don't leave me hanging. <laughs> I've come all the way this way, you know? <laughs> we'll have a sing. It'll be fun. Great. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you, guys. comes up in conversation with my friends. I hate how much I feel it right there in my chest. I hate how much I feel it, yeah. Like how...